Amen. All right, we're going to turn to a familiar passage. We all know it. I'm probably not going to say anything or uh, you haven't seen or studied before, but today we come to celebrate the birth of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, I'm thankful he came to the, into the world, right? But the birth is just the beginning. It's what he did. It's what he accomplished for us, that we should truly praise him and worship him today. So turn to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Coming to church this morning, uh, I was listening to SOS 90.5, and uh, they played one of my favorite songs. And you know what it was? Y'all probably say, oh, little town of Bethlehem, or come all you family. No, believe it or not, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You see, the most wonderful time of the year is every day for you and I that know Jesus as our Savior. But anyways, Luke chapter 2, look at verse 8. There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard, all they that heard, it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And verse 20 says, And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them, let's pray. Father, we love you and we praise you. And we're just thankful, Lord, for this privilege, this honor to assemble today to celebrate you coming into the world. Lord, we thank you for your son, greatest gift given to man, Lord. It's a gift of salvation through his sacrificial and atoning death on the cross. And Father, as we celebrate his birth, may we always be mindful, Lord, it's what he did for us when he took upon himself all the sins of the world. Lord, may we rightly celebrate 
and praise you and worship you today for the gift of your son. Lord, don't know the hearts, those that I stand before, but if there's one that needs to come and accept the gift of salvation before it's too late, may they do that today. And those of us that are saved, Lord, may we truly be thankful and praise you for the gift you've given us. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Beginning in verse 8, and it says, There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. I want to begin by saying, this was definitely not just some ordinary night. It may have began as an ordinary night, a night like all the other nights. But no, no, this was not an ordinary night. This was a night that the Son of God would come into the world. Amen. God himself would come into the world. And I want you to understand, these shepherds had no clue. It was just another night, but oh, what a night it was going to be. And the shepherds are there. And of course, the next verse says, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. Uh, can you imagine, uh, if you've ever been to Israel, or even anywhere out in the country, outside of a city, you know, if you ain't got no nightlight, it's dark, huh? You can't see your hand in front of your face. Can you imagine, here these shepherds are out there, and all of a sudden, the whole place lights up, and the angel of the Lord appears before them. Uh, do you think they might have been a little shaken? Well, the Bible says they are filled with fear. Yeah. I mean, it's a dark night. And all of a sudden, here's an angel that appears before them. And the angel could sense their fear. I imagine their knees were knocking. Their teeth were chattering. I imagine they were scared to death. But the angel sensing their fear says this fear not for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people you see the first thing I want to say is who did the angel appear to first when God sent his son into the world who did he appear to first to the lowly shepherds, those that were on the last rung of the ladder of society, those that were despised, those that wanted nothing to do with them, God sent the angel to declare to the shepherds that a Savior was born. And beloved, what I'm so thankful about that for is, you know, Christ, when he came into the world, he came to die for all men. He didn't come just to die for the educated and the rich and the elite. He came to die for all of us. Amen. And praise God that God loved us enough to send his son into the world. And let me just say this too. This was no ordinary night. Understand, they're out there in the fields taking care of their flocks. The angel appears and... Yes, there was a little fear, but understand, at that perfect time, 
after thousands of years had went by, God finally, when it was time, sent Jesus into the world. For thousands of years, mankind had waited for a Savior. Let me just say this. The world today is still in need of a Savior. The world is indeed in need of a Savior. And God the Father faithfully provided that Savior. Now, joy and peace. The world was in complete turmoil then, just like it is today. You say, well, when are we going to get peace? When Jesus comes back. Now, but listen to me. If you know the Savior, you have received the gift of eternal life. God gives you a peace that passes all understanding. Understand this morning that even though there's turmoil and the earth itself groans out of the turmoil, we have peace through the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And I'm thankful for that peace. Now I will tell you, it ain't going to get no better till Jesus comes back. But when he comes back, there will be peace. Amen? There will be peace. And that's what the angel declares to the shepherds. I offer you good tidings of peace. Enjoy, and let me just tell you, I don't care what you get under the tree today. Might be great, but that gift is not going to compare to the gift that you can receive if you accept Christ as your personal Savior. I've had lots of gifts down through the years. And you know what happens to those gifts? They usually wear out and get tossed. Do you understand? I have the gift of salvation. It's going to last forever. And you know what? It's even going to last after I pass this life and go to the grave. It's going to last. That is what I say brings joy. And that's glad tidings. And that is peace and knowing I know where I'm spending eternity. How about you this morning? I pray you do. Now, notice what it says. Fear not. And the Bible says, and the angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, speaking of Bethlehem, what? A Savior, which is Christ. The Lord. Three titles here. First of all, the world was in need of a Savior. Well, God sent a Savior into the world. He is the Savior. Do you realize where we would be if He had not come? We would still be in our sin. And we would have no hope. But God faithfully sent the Savior, His Son, to the world. Next, He called Him the Messiah. Now, Christ, Messiah, that's talking about his sovereignty. He is sovereign. He's over all things. He knows all things. 
He's in control of everything. You know, sometimes we get carried away with, I'll go ahead and say it, worrying about, oh, what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to take care of itself because God's in control of tomorrow. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. And I'm thankful for that. But he is the Messiah. He is the Christ. But also, the angel told the shepherds that he was Lord. And of course, he is King of kings and Lord of lords. And understand this morning that he has complete preeminence over everything, over all. And it's through him being King of kings and Lord of lords that we all must be saved. Understand this morning that the angel tells those lowly shepherds about a birth. And it wasn't a miraculous birth. It was a common birth. You say, well, it had to be miraculous because she was a virgin. Yes, she was a virgin. The only way Christ could come into the world and die for our sins was he had to come through Mary, the virgin. See, me and you inherited Adam's sinful nature. But Christ was the Lamb of God that could take away the sin of the world because he was sinless. He was perfect. But this birth, understand, was it like a king would be born and then he would be in a warm palace and he'd have all people waiting on him. No, no, no. The Bible says that he was literally born in a stable. And the angel told the shepherds, when you get to Bethlehem, this will be a sign. This is what you look for. And he mentioned that the babe would be wrapped in swaddling clothes. Now, beloved, those were pieces of material that they wrapped the body in. And those were the same material, swaddling clothes were the same things that they used when they buried a person that was dead. So even in Christ's birth, you have his death in plain view. See, that's why he came. The song that we hear at this time of the year, Mary, did you know your baby boy would die on a cross? God knew that's exactly what was going to take place. And he came to die. But not only was it a sign with the swaddling clothes, but he was also born in a manger. I'm from the country. A manger is a trough where you feed grain and hay to your animals. But it also is a picture to us that that babe born in Bethlehem in that manger wrapped in swaddling clothes was the bread of life. It is through him that we have eternal and abundant life. All of us can have that if we'll just come to him by faith. So simple. So simple. And of course the Bible says after 
giving them a sign. When you get to Bethlehem, this is what you look for. The Bible says that a heavenly host came down and they began to praise the Lord. I'm looking for a heavenly host doing the same thing one day. And that's when we're gathered together with our people in glory around God, our Father's throne. And we're going to be praising the Lord. Amen. Not just, I'll fly away. No, we're going to be singing at the top of our voices. We're going to lift our hands. Some of us will probably fall prostrate. But we're going to truly worship the Lord. Amen. Now here they are. Praising the Lord. And I I imagine those shepherds had no clue what was in store for them that night. I mean, they see an angel, they see this light, and I love that song, Sister Tabitha, about the light, because you're absolutely right. Light was revealed into a dark world. And they see this, and then, again, heavenly host comes down, and they couldn't keep it to themselves. They had to praise God, the Father, for what he did by sending his son into the world. That's why we celebrate Christmas. God sent his son into the world. Now, this is what I like right here. You know, shepherds could have been like the rest of Bethlehem and just kind of kept it to themselves. No, no big deal. By the way, there's folks out there today, today is nothing to them. It's just another day. Oh, it's a day they can turn on the TV and watch a football game or they can gather with some of their friends and loved ones and eat. But it's just another day. But to us and these old lowly shepherds, it was more than that. Amen? More than that. Notice what it says. And it said, And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, angels had gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, And see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And the first part of verse 16 says, and they came with haste. Understand. Heavenly host, they're praising God, giving God the glory. They finally are taken back up into heaven. And the shepherds decide right then and there, hey. We've got to go see what we've been told has taken place. And with haste, they got up and they went and they found that it was just as the angel of the Lord said. You see, they were in a hurry to see Jesus. How many of you this morning? Have seen Jesus. You say, well, I've never seen him. That was 2,000 years ago. I see him by faith every single day, especially when I pick up 
the Word of God and the open pages, Jesus is revealed through His Holy Word. But you say, you see many people today, as I said earlier, it's just another day. But these shepherds sought the Lord. Have you sought Him? When they found Him, then they couldn't keep quiet. And I got a question for you. If the shepherds can get excited and tell everybody about what they had seen concerning the birth of Christ, what about me and you that know Christ as our personal Savior because we've got all of it. The rest of the picture. How excited are you to share Christ with others? Everywhere they went, they ran into people and the Bible says that they told them what they had seen. And if they're willing to share about the birth of Christ, and that's all they knew, the birth of Christ. Hey, the Messiah has come. The King has come. If that's all they knew to share, what about me and you that know the rest of the story? We know he lived a sinless life. We know he went to the cross and atoned for the sins of the world. We know he miraculously on the third day rose from the dead. And we know he has promised to come back. Right now, he's on the throne next to God the Father. Making intercession for us. But one day, he's coming back. So if they were willing to share about the birth, me and you that know the Savior and have received the gift are to be more than willing to share the gospel. Amen? All of it. All of it. Then the Bible says, And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. I've said it many times. When you come face to face with Jesus, you can't keep quiet. And you can't hold it in. You've got to tell somebody what you've seen. Amen? And it says, And they all... And all they that heard it wandered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. You know what gets me? A lot of folks know about this babe born in a manger. But they have no desire to come to Jesus. They don't mind hearing about him. But they don't want to do anything else. And that's where we're at in the world today. But it's up to me and you to make sure that we tell them. It's just not about, okay, he was born. And I've had so many people over the years say, well, well, preacher, you know, 
He wasn't born December 25th. That's correct. This is a day set aside that we choose to celebrate his birth. He wasn't born the 25th. Well, if he's not born on the 25th, then why should we go through all this? Because it's a time that we at least get to celebrate he came into the world just as he said he would. That's why we celebrate. Some even go so far as to say, well, you know, I don't believe that virgin birth thing. That's impossible. Nothing's impossible with God. Not a thing is impossible. I have seen God perform miracles in lives, haven't you? And if he performs miracles in lives, virgin birth, no big deal. And I'll go ahead and say it. You may not like it, but if you don't believe in his deity, you don't believe in his virgin birth, you're not saved. So many people out there, oh, it's hard to believe. Listen, well, we got kids in here, and I don't want to ruin anything, but I want to tell you, I was silly enough as a kid believing that Christmas was about Santa Claus when I was a kid. But when I was a child, I thought as a child, and I did as a child, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. Christmas isn't about that. It's about God sending his son into the world. And that's what we celebrate. And then notice what it says. In verse 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We spoke last week about Joseph. God chose Joseph to be a surrogate father to his son Jesus Christ. Well, he also chose Mary to be a vessel in which the sinless born son of God would come into the world. And she was chosen to mother and raise Jesus as her son. And the Lord knew when he chose her it wasn't going to be easy. She saw her son mocked, rejected, despised. She saw her son on the cross dying for our sins and people railing him, cursing him, spitting upon him. And yes, that sword pierced her heart. And yes, God sent his son into the world on that day, no doubt, as she saw, she pondered in her heart those things that would one day come to pass. But here's my favorite part here in verse 20. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Now these were lowly shepherds. What began as just an ordinary night turned 
into a night that they had never experienced in their life. You see, they were told a Savior was born. They were told there is a gift in Bethlehem for you. And they made haste. They saw everything that the angel had said was true. As they go back to the fields, they run into people and they share that. And then the Bible says here that they begin to rejoice and praise God for what was told them. If these lowly shepherds can praise God, child of God, we most certainly can. You see, this is a time for thankfulness. This is a time for gratitude. This is a time to thank God for His precious gift of salvation through the sacrifice of His Son. So we can praise the Lord today. And we don't have to hold our head down because we're Christians. This is one day that we get to celebrate and worship Savior that has come, a Christ that has come, the Messiah and Lord has come for you and I. Has everybody here received the gift? I pray you have. And if you've received the gift, then you are to be praising the Lord and thanking Him for that gift. But if you're here, and you've not received the gift. My prayer this morning is that you'll come. The Lord is here. He's waiting for you to accept his most precious gift of eternal life. You see, John 3.16 says it all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's why he came. That's the gift. And what I'm so thankful for is that word, whosoever. That means me, that means you, that means anyone. God loves us so much that he wants you and I to accept his gift of eternal life. Through the sacrifice of his son. And I pray everybody here has accepted that gift. These shepherds, they were never the same. Sinner friend, I assure you, you come to Jesus, accept the gift of salvation, you'll never be the same. Never. Ever. So as we have assembled here today, we come with grateful hearts celebrating the birth of a Savior. But it doesn't stop at the birth. That's just the start. Praise God, Jesus became 
sin for us. The Bible says, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of Christ Jesus our Lord. Literally, my sin, your sin, and the sins of the entire world through the portals of time was placed upon him on the cross. Now that's hard for this old thick skull to understand or comprehend. But I know it's so. How do I know it's so? Because the Bible tells me so. It's just that simple. Are you thankful today? You and I should make sure we don't get so busy today that we neglect and forget why we're celebrating today. I've been guilty from time to time, getting all caught up, and that's what a lot of folks do. They get caught up in the festivities and all of that. Please be mindful today. Remember why we celebrate this day. God was faithful. Thousands and thousands of years went by. Man was in need of a Savior. And in God's precious timing, God sent His Son into the world. Ah, what a faithful, merciful, loving God. So this morning as we close, if you don't know him, you never accepted the gift, oh, please come. He's here and wants you to receive his gift of salvation. And as I said just a moment ago, one thing's for sure. If you get the gift, this gift will last for all eternity. Never wear out. You'll never toss it away. You'll take it with you to heaven. Amen? Wow. Talking about the heavenly host praising the Lord for his faithfulness. What are we going to do when we get there? What's it going to sound like? So my prayer is you've accepted the gift. Let's bow.